Kia ora ana kōtou kātou tō, te akarongorongo mai nei, te porokoramu, te ai ai. Ko mātou teia, ko te pupukuki airani e anganga ana e ko te runanga puka o ākarana. Thank you, Martin. Welcome to Cook Islands Language Week, brought to you today by five beautiful Cook Island librarians. Uh, Mati, who gave us our introduction in Cook Island Māori, uh, myself, Louisa, Melissa, uh, Jasprit and Angelique. So we're going to be talking about connecting with home uh, this evening. We're going to be talking about connecting with family in um, the Cook Islands, our families in the Cook Islands, our culture and our identity. And we're also going to be presenting some books, of course, on Books and Beyond, uh, that have helped us connect with home. And hopefully they help you connect with home too. So um, actually, by the way, if you hear some background noises during the show today, that is us um, swapping over headphones between the five of us in our four-person studio here. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, it's really co- cosy in here on this cold winter evening. So um, anyway, let's get started. We've got lots to cover. Who wants to start today by introducing yourself and um, telling us about the book that you've brought in? Any hands up? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. It's Melissa here. Hi. Uh, So I am the Senior Librarian Pacific Collections and I work in Central Library. Uh, My mother is Judith, my father is Daniel, and Daniel is from Utsaki in the Cook Islands from the village of Taitu. Kia ora everyone, my name is Jaspreet. I'm Senior Library Assistant Pacifica in Manideo Library out south. Um, my mum is Monokoa. She's from the village of Tauhunu in Maniki and Nikau and Avaroa in Rarotonga. My dad is Amaji. He's from Hoshiarpur in Punjab. Kia ora na koutou katoutou. Te roa matatea Ko toku ingoa. Ko Angelique Toputa. No te inua mangaia me te inua rarotonga mai au. Me ritu mai te oire o takutumu. Ko... Arangi e poaikura uh, e te angang nei au uh, i roto i te uh, ngai o Westgate uh, i West Auckland i, I roto i te um, arepoka o te manoa um, So kia everyone, uh, my name is Ange uh, I work as the Librarian Pacifica at te manoa Kia rana everyone, toko ingoa ko Matirini Ngari no te inua rarotonga mani ki rakaanga mai au. Toku papa ko aruna ngari e toku mama ko tangi ano ngari. Ano ia mai au i, I rarotonga. Um, Tupumurai mai au i rarotonga. Uh, hi everyone, my name is Mati. I am from Rarotonga. I'm, my dad is aruna ngari and my mother tangi ano ngari. And I work at Central City Library and I am the Senior Library Assistant Diversity and Inclusion. Metake girls, that's beautiful. Um, well, I am Louisa Simmons. Uh, my dad is Paul Koteka Vaitoru from the island of the beautiful island of Rakahanga and also Maniki. And my mum is Vivian from, um, as my mum says, she's a girl from Wellesley Street in Auckland. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Books and Beyond, everyone. I'm really, you know, I'm I'm just brimming with pride here. I just it's such a highlight of the year, Cook Islands Language Week. Um, 
um, makes us feel so um, proud of who we are and um, our culture. It gives our culture a bit of the spotlight for a week and now um, in the city where we live. And uh, I'm also especially proud because I have not one this year. Last year I had Marty uh, with me, but now I have two of my nieces with me here in the studio. So that is so super cool. Um, who would have thought that we had such a small island, Manahiki, would have so many librarians working in Auckland but there you go <laughs> so Ange has got her book open and ready to share with us Ange what have you brought in today cool um so the book that I've chosen today is called The Art of Tivaivai Traditional Cook Islands Quilting by Lindsay Rongokea and photographs taken by John Bailey um John Daly actually sorry um I chose this book because I've been researching how to connect with my culture using cultural arts and reviving um, cultural art forms through visual arts. And so I have been reading this book for the past five weeks and during this time reading the book, I've also been learning how to make Tivaivai with some of my family out in Mangere. Um So I wanted to just read a quick passage um, about the book and why I chose it um, to speak about it today. May I say it's a beautiful, um, uh, our listeners can't see but the b- vibrance of this book, the cover, um, and of course, Tivaiva, the, the, the art, the quilt um, making, the uh, quilt patchwork, yes, quilt, quilt a- making. applique, um, is, is itself a beautiful and colourful art form. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Cool. And so the poem is Te tui neo, te tui neo i takutu i vaivai e rākei i tō tātou kainga e karakura no, no tō upoko e karakura no te tino, te tawake no Hawaiki mai kua me e ki runga i takutu i vaivai. I am sewing this quilt to beautify our home, red for the head, gold for the body. The tropical bird from Hawaiki has fallen asleep upon my tiwaiwai. And this is by Kauraka Kauraka, uh, written in 1990. Uh, so I just think it really applies to um, connecting with home and our culture by being able to, if we can't physically visit home, we can connect with our culture by learning different cultural art forms throughout the Cook Islands. Oh, that's that's cool. Has anyone ever tried? Does anyone do to Vivi or had given it a try? No, but I'm really keen on learning. Fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. I've tried I, once and it just it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it is a it's a skilled art, isn't it? As a child, I was um, I uh, there was a picture of Karen Walker with the t- and the mummers yes. went to England, I think, to visit the Queen. Um, and that um, picture and article um, associated with it just took me back to Gunston Street in Ponsonby, where my grandmother tried to teach me and and me with no Maori skills and her who only spoke Māori, trying to teach me um, how, uh, to vibe by threading uh, the, the patches and it's it actually a mathematical yes. <laughs> uh, exercise and um, uh, it was just uh, something I feel that I, I need to try again anyway. So, um, yes, thank you for inspiring cool. us with your book, Ange. No worries. Marty, what have you got there? You've got something a little older than, and less <laughs> colourful than. <I> do. <laughs> well, funny story. I didn't actually find this book. My dad had it, and um, I thought I, he borrowed it from the library. And I thought 
I'd have a look at it. When I did, it was some really interesting things in here. But there's one thing that really stood out to me, and it was a paragraph called The Golden Language. So this book is some aspects of Rarotongan life, and it's written by Tairarere, and it looks like published around 79, I think, 1979. He's signed off here. But um, this paragraph in here called The Golden Language really stood out to me. So it's about Ropati who goes to school and is wanting to drop out. So he makes it to Form 2, which um, I think back in those days was a really um, big achievement for, for a lot of children. And he wanted to drop out, but his mama wasn't too happy to know that he wanted to drop out. So this is them having a little um, conversation about uh, learning the Papa'a language or English, as we know it. So she says, it's like, oh, mama, I want to drop out. And she says, the people who can speak the Papa'a language are the ones who usually do well. And she says, Tioni knows the language well. He has a beautiful house, a car, a shop. It's because he can speak the Papa'a language. And she says, look at your papa. He can't speak the Papa'a language. That is why he is poor. <laughs> and for me, this is um, this piece is like a, is it a satirical piece. Um, he's seeing the funny side of... Um, of the language being kind of lost to to the Papa'a language. And for me, language is something that's really um, uh, should be a big aspect in everyone's life in terms of um, having us connected to the homeland through their language. Wherever we go in this world, we that's our connection to, to the homeland. And for me, um, my connection to the homeland comes from um, knowing that wherever I go in this world, I am somehow tied to the Cook Islands. And it doesn't have to be language. It can be knowing your culture or dancing. And so it can be knowing your culture, um, the blood running through your veins. But for me, that connection um, just lies in me being me wherever I go in this world. And that's my connection back home. But I think the language is, is a very, very important thing to, to learn, especially now that it's been lost. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that 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 way of thinking of, um, you know, focusing it. I mean, I think in in New Zealand also in that that there was that period where you know the language wasn't encouraged. In fact, it was almost you know stamped out kind of thing. And so, um, so people like me, born in New Zealand, um, who else? Uh, and myself. Yeah, and me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, that. Um, we missed out, and and I really feel that. So yeah, you, I think you're so right. <laughs> and, and and anyway, it's not true, is it? I mean, where are my riches? I, 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 I speak Where's my riches? <laughs> yeah, well, it's a funny story because I was talking to my mother the other night, and she was saying that when she was small, any time they spoke. Māori at school, Kokaila Māori, they will get a beating for it and they'd had to wear this chalkboard that says, I will not speak Māori again, which is a really, really sad um, thing for our people to have gone through. Mm. But um, my mom still speaks her language and she tries to teach um, my child as well. So it's a, hopefully it keeps going. (laughs) Good on her. Yeah. Keeping the language alive. And so... um, Jasper, do you um, do you do you speak Maori at home? I guess it's a bit harder also from a in a in a mixed cultural home where yeah, each no. language wins. <laughs> I guess <laughs> yeah. No. So my parents communicated through English, so that was our language growing up was English. Um, I mean, now that I'm in my twenties, I'm trying to learn the reo. 
Um, so I'm like begging my mum to like talk to me, and I'm trying to talk to her back, and yeah. I'm trying to learn. <laughs> oh, good old mums, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, what, have, what have you brought in today, Jasper? I think you've been into the children's um, yes. area of your library. <laughs> um, yeah, so these are found in our Pacific children's collection. Um, I bought two for the same reasons. So I bought Legends of the Cook Islands by Shona Hopkins and Cook Islands Heroes by David Riley. Um, I just bought these because I thought they were really cool and I just think it's so important for young Cook Island and Pacific readers to have these stories that they can relate to, um, especially for myself, having like some disconnect to the islands growing up here and being like, you know, um, not knowing the deal. I think it's really cool to have these stories to continue learning and learning about my culture and, yeah, I think it's really cool that the young readers have something that they can identify with as well like reading about their cook island heroes yeah i've i've actually seen that book in the library but i for some reason i i didn't realize the content like there's some really interesting um people who um some of them i know as cook islanders and some not quite so um there's a um so is there any favorite or um part in that book or, or um, person that you really connect to in the Cook Island Heroes because there's sports people, there's politicians. It covers a wide range. So yeah. it's got um, people from all over, I think, medicine as well. Um, as I, well as some myth um, story um, heroes yeah, as traditional well. traditional stories as well in there. So it's, yeah, I, I quite love it. It's still relatable to me in my 20s, like reading <laughs> as an adult. Um, but I quite like Annie O'Neill she's one of my favorite artists so she's yeah she's in that book as well and just nodding her head there yes yes, yes, yeah, yes. she's got some beautiful <laughs> works oh that's so cool thank you for um bringing those in today and um but um I was thinking well one of um, I wasn't going to bring a book, but I can't resist saying that um, one of my... <laughs> yeah, I know, I can't resist. One of my favourite books is Vikings of the Sunrise uh, by um, uh, Te Rangihiro, um, a New Zealand... Um, well, um, I think it was originally a medical doctor, politician, and then researchers. So, um, and one of the things I loved about it is that in, the, in 1929, he went, he, as part of his um, studies of the Pacific, he, um, he visited Rakahanga and Manhiki. And, um, the thing that I like, the thing that I clicked on was that he would have been, my grandparents would have been, um, young people then during his visit so I, I like to picture them dancing for him you know he, they put on a, a feed and everything and um, one of the um, he finishes so they've had a, a, f- a farewell dinner for him uh, and they've given him the gifts of hat, uh, hats um, and um, mats which he calls the most beautiful in the Pacific and he finishes this with these fantastic words no more kindly more hospitable and more lovable people can exist in this round world than the people of Rakahanga and Manhiki and it's like when I read that I just like oh burst with pride and uh, emotion and that you know I've never been to Rakahanga sadly um but 
I just feel so connected, you know, because I'm picturing my grandparents dancing for him and he, this esteemed um, New Zealander um, is, is writing these beautiful words about my, my place and my country and I just feel really connected. So that's, I, you know, I always zero in on that page in this lovely book. <laughs> but Melissa, um, you have got a really cool project going on, don't you? Rather than a book, you're going to talk, about, talk to us about your project, about more of these treasure books like my one, Vikings of the Sunrise. Um, so please tell us about it because I, I just love it so much. All right. So I quite naively named it the Pacific Relabeling Project at the time. I thought it was going to be, uh, you know, just a, a part of my business as usual. But it's morphed into something much bigger than that. It's uh, it's like the life cycle. So all of these books that have been spoken about today either will eventually end up in what we call the stack or the back catalogue um, where they're stored and they're preserved for the future, for all our future generations uh, to be able to read and to connect in some way with their home. Uh, what I've been doing lately is checking through what we have currently. Uh, there's half a million books in the basement of the Central City Library. And just going through and trying to find items that relate to the Pacific that's uh, for us or from our perspective uh, and collating them together into a special collection, deciding whether uh, they go to, off to preservation and into our special collections or whether they're repaired, whether they're put back out into branches, if we have enough copies. So it's sort of doing all of that kind of sorting. And the ultimate goal is to be able to connect our people back with these treasures that sometimes people haven't seen for years. And there are so many down there. So it's still, it's taken about two years to get to this stage. And I'm about a quarter of the way through. So there's a lot more work. (laughs) Um, and yeah it's if you want to hear more then um if you're a librarian listening to this you should probably come to leanza so yeah (laughs) thank you melissa it's so cool i've seen um i've seen you bring some over to me at my desk and or when when others have passed your desk and we pick them up and we we go wow we're in awe of um the age, I think, also, and the stories within, because they're from a different era. They're from a time we don't know about, and if that knowledge hasn't been passed on to us verbally, as it probably would have been if we had been raised back home, um, this is our way of finding out and, 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 and sort of creating that link, I guess, or repairing the fishing line, maybe, is, is a better um, analogy and so yeah we touch them and we open them and they're really quite special Um, especially those written by Pacific um, researchers historians or just some some people their memoirs aren't they Um, and um, so is there one in particular that 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 has been special to you no but I do have a list that I'm building, um, which is entitled Books That Make Me Say Wow. And on that list, uh, it's all sorts. It's not just Cook Island. It's a mixture. 
And I mean, there are some really legit things where I'm really surprised at where they are. Um, and just yeah, being able to be the one who gets to take care of them is quite special and an honor and a privilege. And yeah, let's do this. Wow. Love your work. Thank you, Melissa. So, um, in the meantime, how do um, if someone wants to sort of discover these themselves, how would they how would they do it? Are they our catalogue, the library's catalogue? You know, yeah. Uh, as I'm going through and collecting them, they're getting recatalogued with correct um, or more full uh, records. We call them so they're more easily discoverable on our public catalogue. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah. We're, we're on a mission to find them. We're <laughs> voyages of discovery. <laughs> cool. Well, um, the thing is that Cook Islands Language Week, we do so much to celebrate um, in the library. So let's let's take a moment to talk about what we're doing and now libraries to celebrate our culture. And you've got a few things lined up, haven't you? Yes. So this year at Timano we wanted to incorporate um, a lot of cultural workshops in regards to the Cook Islands drumming and Cook Islands dance. So we've got a Cook Islands drumming workshop happening on Saturday the 10th of August for an hour. So it's registration only through the Auckland Library's website. Oh. Um, so it's filling up quite quick. So if you want to um, be a part of that, just book through there. Uh, and we've got Uda with Nikki. Um, who is a Cook Islands dancer, Tajan dancer from um, Ura Tabu and Taiti Aura, who's teaching our workshop as well the same day, um, just an hour before, so she'll be from 10 to 11. So a lot of the events we're doing are more cultural based, just so that we get a good feel of just not the normal craft, not the normal storytelling. Um, but in regards to storytelling, um, at all three branches through Manurewa Central and Te Manoa, the Pacifica Mamas will be doing their Turo Takito Storytelling Collective, which is interactive Cook Island storytelling oh, through histories and drumming. So everyone in this room is actually going to be experiencing <laughs> them, um, and they're really good. I highly recommend go, because they they don't just do their storytelling during Cook Islands language. Yeah, they do throughout. Yeah. yeah, and oh, they're they're very special, very um, wow, very professional, but also very authentic. If you know what mm. I mean, I really yeah, that's great. Yeah, so come come hang out with me guys during that week. Yeah, <laughs> and I want to I want to have a go at drumming. It's the plug. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, you've got something on at Central Library. We do, and looks like Anne just covered it. So Central City is a very big library, and we've got a lot of um, public interaction, people coming through. And we have a couple of programs. So we have our Turo Takito Storytelling, which is the interactive drumming and um, oral history of the Cook Islands. And that's on Tuesday the 6th, and it's from 11 to 12. So if, you have, if you're not doing anything, come down to Central City Library. Uh, we also have our regular children's program. Uh, this year we have Story Time, which is on a Saturday uh, from 11 to 11.30, and that's going to be a Cook Island... Uh, based uh, program for that half an hour. So, uh, are you, you telling wanna, the story? I am telling the story. Yay. So, if you want to, <laughs> you want to come and hear me tell stories um, <laughs> to, to yeah to kitties and maybe dance, maybe dance, then uh, come Bring on down to camera. Central City. <laughs> Lisa's not invited. <laughs> no, I can't dance either. <laughs> but you've also got this really cool activity. You've got a postcard. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> so a postcard uh, this year, if you are wanting to grab a postcard, so in all the libraries we should have um, postcards um, which have an activity on the back. So this is in celebration of Cook Island Language Week. You just need to write about um, a place or person that you consider your home and um, either send it to that person or you can alternatively take a picture of it and put it up on social media with the hashtag data, which means write, which is the action that you're doing when you're sending out your postcards or when you're writing your postcards. And you can pick that up at um, any one of our libraries that have printed the postcards. Definitely Central. If you at Central, we'll have it on a display shelf um, on the first floor. Oh, that's cool. I'm definitely going to take part in that and because we do have a facebook page uh where we're going to be highlighting a book each day of the week from our collection just Brett, you is that your yes <laughs> um so just keep up to date with the auckland library's talanoa page uh-huh. um where we'll be posting a book of the day every day for the week um as well as keeping up to date with the different events happening through the libraries cool. in auckland Thank you. Wow. We've run out of time to share more stories and more events with everyone. So, Metaki Mata girls for coming in today. Marty's going to close with a quick, um, quick closing in Cook Islands Māori for us, and we will see you next year. Happy Cook Islands Language Week, everyone. Mm-hmm.